G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media, thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation to Visionathon today at vision.org.au. What's in my future? You think about that a lot. It's all good in the big picture. As believers, our eternity is secure in the Lord. Pastor Greg Laurie says, let your eternity influence how you think in the here and now. I didn't say there won't be some bad moments. I just said it's all good because ultimately God is going to make you more like Jesus. So don't worry about it. Just keep walking forward and start experiencing this joy and happiness that God offers. This is the day when the lost are found. lives without troubles, problems, stress. But Jesus never promised us that. In fact, he warned us just the opposite would happen. In this life, we would have tribulation, he said. So can we live a life of joy and happiness even when surrounded by chaos and distress? Pastor Greg Laurie says, yes, we can. And today on A New Beginning, he takes us to Paul's words on happiness. Words that weren't written while sitting at a cushy desk in a four-star resort, but while sitting in prison. The people that know God are the happiest people. It's rejoicing in the Lord. And the book of Philippians shows us how. So let's dig in. Philippians 1, we're going to read verses 1 to 6. Paul and Timothy, bondservants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are in Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine making request for you all with joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it under the day of Jesus Christ. We'll stop there. God always finishes what he begins because God has unlimited resources. He has unlimited power. And listen to this, he has unlimited interest in you. See, he loves you. And he sees the the finished work. He sees the finished painting. He sees the finished you. He sees the ultimate you. And he sees the end game that he has for each of you. He's going to bring what he started in your life to completion. Hebrews 12 says, we are to look to Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. So I have good news. You're gonna make it. You're gonna make it to the end. Isn't that good news? Now, one of my favorite passages is Jeremiah 29, 11, where God says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, 
to give you a future and a hope. So God is saying, I'm thinking about you. By the way, my thoughts are good. And I have a future and a plan and a purpose for each of you. His thoughts are good. It's a good work that he wants to do. He who has begun a good work in you will complete it under the day of Jesus Christ. You know, some of you are, are maybe young and you're wondering about your future. You're still single. You're wondering, you know, am I ever gonna meet that right guy, that right girl? You're thinking about your career. What am I gonna do with my life? Uh, you're thinking about other things. You know, what will my health be like? How long will I live? Uh, will I reach goals that I've set for myself? What's in my future? You think about that a lot. Now as you get older, you're wondering, well, how much longer will I live? And how will the end of my life be? Will my health still be good? Will it be failing? Will I be dependent on others? Uh, what's gonna happen in the end? You know, you have these thoughts. Well, God has your future all sorted out and all put together. So the best thing is you need to just trust Him. Now, I don't know about you, but I like to know what's coming. You know, when I'm on the road driving, you know that driver that's in this lane, then he's over in this lane, then he's back in this lane, now he's up here, and it, that's me. <laughs> that's me. Because when I look down a road, I have the next eight moves figured out. And in those moves, I'm putting into play all the stupid moves other people will make. And I'll tell you, really do this a lot when you ride a motorcycle. Because I, I ride a bike, and uh, when you ride a motorcycle, you have to basically come to one conclusion. Everyone on the road is a moron. <laughs> They're gonna do the worst things possible. That guy's gonna pull right in front of you because uh, he didn't notice you were there because he's on his cell phone. And this guy's gonna swerve into your lane because he's eating a cheeseburger. And, and this person over here isn't gonna see you because she's putting her makeup on, right, in her, in her rearview mirror. And, and this other person is drunk. And this other person, whatever. But so you're, you're like putting all these things in place. You're kind of going down the road. You ride very defensively. And, and I don't like being behind a tall vehicle because I don't know what's ahead. You ever been in a fast lane carpooling, and uh, the vehicle in front of you is going very slow. Say, oh, the traffic is horrible. And then you pull out and you realize this is the only person going slow. <laughs> but you couldn't see that because he blocked your view. Why do people go so slow in the carpool lane? Why? I mean, they don't even go the speed limit. They go under the speed limit. Snails are passing them. Anyway. Feels good to get that all out, it really does. It's <laughs> so we like to see ahead. So we can plan. I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. Well God doesn't always let us see ahead, but He sees ahead. See, He's the one driving the car. He's the one in the cockpit. You don't want that God is my co-pilot sticker on your car anymore. Rip it off. God's not your co-pilot. God doesn't even want you in the cockpit. He wants you to put your seatbelt on and, and, you know, have your seat in the upright position and your carry-on stowed away. That he, he's in charge. And he's gonna get you to your destination. So we have to trust him on these things. Thanks for joining us for a new beginning today with Pastor Greg Laurie, Senior Pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. And today, Pastor Greg continues a message called Happiness, Where to Find It? Let's continue. It's all good. 
we sometimes say, it's all good, man. It's all good. Don't panic, it's organic. <laughs> what do these things mean? It's all good. I don't, it's not always good. No, it's all good. Well, it's not good right now talking to you. <laughs> but in a way, that statement has some truth to it. It's all good. Now I'm talking to a Christian. I'm talking to a saint. I'm talking to a believer. It's all good in the big picture. I didn't say there won't be some bad moments. I didn't say hard things will not happen to you. I didn't even say tragedy will not befall you. I just said it's all good in that God will work all things together for good to those that love Him and are called according to His purpose. The last time I taught this series was in January of 2008. So I keep all of my notes on my computer and I go back and review old notes and then I'll rebuild the messages. And sometimes I'll pull elements from the last time I gave the message. And this is very interesting because I'm looking at this whole section that I wrote on all things working together for good and we don't know our future and, and we need to trust God. And I even wrote in my notes, you know, sometimes that seem like they are bad will ultimately turn out to be good. And, and I thought, when did I write this? And I saw, oh wow, January 2008. And I wish I could just say to Greg of 2008, Greg, you have no idea what's ahead of you, buddy. Because that same year is the year our son died in an automobile accident. So I went back over my old notes and I thought, do I still agree with the old Greg? Was Greg right when he wrote these things? Are these things actually theologically true? And, and are they also true practically? I mean, have I known these things to be true? And I had to look back and say, you know what? I don't disagree with anything I said. And, and it's not because I said it. It's not because I wrote it. It's because it's in the Bible. And you know, when you're going through a bad thing and someone here listening to me is going through a bad thing right now, I just know it. Really bad thing. You've lost a loved one. You found out you have cancer. You have some big trauma that's happened in your life. Your husband or your wife told you they want to divorce you. Something's happened with your kids. Just all kinds of things. I know something bad has happened. You're thinking, okay, this is it. This doesn't make sense. Some even say, I'm starting to lose my faith over this. Listen, the faith that cannot be tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. Your faith is going to be tested. And bad things are gonna happen in your life that are inexplicable. But that doesn't mean God is not good. And that does not mean that God still does not work all things together for good. What it does mean is bad things happen to good people. And more to the point, bad things happen to godly people. And that should not shake your faith because God never promised you a pain-free life. God never promised you a trauma-free life. In fact, he promised you this. In this world, you will have tribulation. But then he went on to say, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Here, here's what I'm saying. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. Because you're saying, now I'm getting really depressed right now. I mean, like, you know, you're going to give a message in happiness. It says happiness on the screen behind you. The pulpit says happiness with little faces. It's yellow, which is a happy color. And you're like, such a downer. <laughs> I'm just trying to be truthful. Yes, you can have this happiness. But let's see what it is and what it isn't. It's not just the emotional high of some pleasure or experience. It's a deep-seated faith and trust in God. 
Knowing that, yeah, it's all good because one day when I get to heaven and I look back on earth with an eternal perspective, I'll realize that God was in control of everything that happened to me. Even the bad things that were allowed, he ultimately used for his good. Because after Romans 8.28, the oft-quoted verse comes Romans 8.29. You all know Romans 8.28, right? All things work together for good to those that love God and are the called according to his purpose. Okay, but now verse 29 continues on. And by the way, in the original verses when they were given, there were no verse breaks. It just went on. All things work together for good to those that love God and are the called according to his purpose. For whom God did foreknow, he also predestined to be conformed into the image of his own dear son. There's your big picture. It's all good, man. Because ultimately, God is gonna make you more like Jesus. And there are things in life that are not easy at the time, but they'll make you more like Jesus. He's gonna complete what he started. So don't worry about it. Just keep walking forward and start experiencing this joy and happiness that God offers. Because one day life will come to an end. And all those things that this world promised would give happiness, will not. But you can have a deep-seated happiness that will last for your life on this earth and right into eternity. Because the Bible says, in his presence there is fullness of joy, and on his right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Let me close with this. Some of you have joined us, and you don't know God in a personal way. You know about God. You've been to church before, maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is your first time but you've never known what it is to have this relationship with God. You've been chasing after the things this world offers and you know they're not fulfilling you. You know that there's an emptiness in it and it's caused you to start searching and I'm glad you came here because guess what? You came to the right place. You came to the creator of the universe who created you and has a plan for you and no matter how messed up your life is, he can turn it around again if you will believe in Jesus Christ. Hey, did you hear the news? They just found one of the original Bullet Mustangs from the film Bullet. If you're a car guy, you're, you're excited about this. If you aren't, you're like, who cares? Well, there was a movie made years ago in the 60s starring Steve McQueen called Bullet. And uh, there were two cars used for the filming. One was sold and uh, a person bought it and has put it away somewhere. No one knows where it is. And the other one has been lost and they've been searching for it for decades. So some guy who goes and restores old 67, 68 Mustangs and turns them into Eleanor cars. That's uh, from Gone in 60 Seconds. The car was called the Eleanor. Found the original bullet. This is for a car person like finding the Holy Grail, right? They're gonna take this old beat up Mustang that's actually painted white. And they're gonna get it back to the original color, repaint it, and they're gonna restore it to the incredible car it once was. But you know what's incredible about the Mustang is not the car, it's the guy who drove it, Steve McQueen. That's what made the car cool. And his life was transformed by Jesus Christ. I've told you a little bit about that. I've written a book about it. But the guy who was the number one movie star on the face of the earth who had everything this world had to offer, saw how empty it was, and went on a search, and that search brought him to hear the gospel, and he committed his life to Christ, and had all of his sin forgiven. And he's now restored in heaven as 
perfectly, even more perfectly than that bullet Mustang will be, you see. And that's what God can do for you. God specializes in going into the junkyards of the world and taking old wrecks and turning them into something different. Trust me when I tell you my life was a wreck before I came to Christ. But he turned it around and he can do that for you. Maybe your life's a wreck. It's a mess. God can change it, but you must say, forgive me of my sin. I believe Jesus died on the cross for me. And I want to know him in a personal way. And I want him to come into my life right now. And listen, he will come into your life and change you. And you can start experiencing this happiness we're talking about. And then even more, you can know the ultimate happiness when you see the Lord in heaven. But if you don't want Christ, you don't have to have him. But to not say yes to him is to say no to him. I hope you won't do that. In a moment, we're going to pray. And I'm going to extend an invitation to anyone here who has never asked Jesus to come into their life. Anyone here who is not sure that their sin is forgiven. Anyone here that wants to know they'll go to heaven when they die. Anyone here who wants to find real happiness. It's yours by believing in Jesus. Let's all bow our heads. Father, thank you for loving us so much. You sent Jesus, your son, to die on the cross for our sin and to pay the price for every wrong, for every wicked thing we'd ever done. And then, Lord Jesus, you rose again from the dead and you're standing at the door of our heart and you're knocking. And you're saying if anyone would hear your voice and open the door, you'd come in. And Lord, I pray for those here that don't know you, those listening to this message that don't have a relationship with you. Help them to come to you now and believe and be forgiven. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Pastor Greg Laurie with an important closing prayer. And if you'd like to make a change in your relationship with the Lord, today's a great day to do that. Pastor Greg would like to help you right now. As you've been listening to this today, maybe you've heard another voice. By that I mean, yeah, you heard me say a few things, but you heard God's voice speak to you deep in the recesses of your heart. And it suddenly dawned on you, this is what I need. Or to state it more accurately, this is who I need. I need Jesus, and I want Jesus, but maybe you don't know how to make that connection. Let me help you. Pray this after me right now if you want Jesus Christ to come into your life. Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner, and I am sorry for my sin, and I need your forgiveness right now. Would you come into my heart and my life as Savior, as God, as friend, I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Thank you for calling me and accepting me and forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I know that was a relatively short prayer. Maybe you felt something as you prayed it. Maybe you felt nothing. That doesn't really matter because God's word says, these things we write to you that believe on the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life. It doesn't say, so you may think you have it or you may hope you have it if God's in a good mood. No, that you can know it. And I want you to know, if you pray that prayer in a minute, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has come into your life. So congratulations. You're now a Christian. 
Now continue to follow the Lord. Thanks, Pastor Greg. And to help you, we'd love to send you some resource materials that we call our New Believers Growth Packet. It'll answer many of the questions you might have and help you get started in a new relationship with God. We'd love to send it to you without charge or any obligation if you've prayed that prayer today. Just ask for it when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. And the team would love to pray with you too. That's 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. Well, next time, Pastor Greg invites us to take a good look at ourselves, an introspective look, and he asks the question, what do you live for? That's next time on A New Beginning. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called Happiness, Where to Find It? If you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app where it's available as a podcast. Or for a copy on CD, contact Vision Christian Store on 1-800-00-5011 or visionstore.org.au. Station sponsor. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 